As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Riot. I'm your host, Tisa, and this is... May May. And today we have a podcast about... Ghosts. Ghosts. I guess it's that time of year, huh? It's always that time of year. Spooky time's always year-round. I am down for year-round spooky town. Spooky time? (laughs) Spooky town. I say spooky town. I love you. It's been a long day. Yes, and we ate a horrible, unhealthy dinner. I made a healthy dinner, and I fucked up a healthy dinner. But I'm saying we had a bad dinner. What we actually consumed. Because I made pork chops, but I didn't season it because the sauce didn't work out the way that the recipe said it would. And then I made carrots, oven-roasted carrots, only I cooked them for a little bit too long. And then I made rice, but the rice was undercooked. So I failed on every single part of dinner. Was it because of what I said yesterday? And you were like... Salvageable. Was it because of what I said the other day about... About cooking? All cooking is is following a recipe. Bullshit. That is not all what cooking is. Cooking is about skill. It is about using your head. And I guess my heart was just not in it tonight because normally I'm a much better cook than that. I, so I just follow recipes and I'm a good cook. I followed the recipes. No, but I'm saying you're, you're having an argument with me saying that it's not. Yeah. I put the sugar in there for the sugar. It was a brown sugar sauce. I think it was too much sugar because it just looked like caramel. Not even good caramel. I'm like, I don't want to put this on my pork. And so I threw it away. And then the carrots I overcooked. And then the the rice I undercooked. And then the pork chops were just bleh. But I was going to suffer through it and eat it because it was dinner. Yeah, but you were upset. I was upset. And we talked about Talk About earlier because every time I watch Shane Dawson videos... And he's talking to fucking Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star's always eating fucking Taco Bell. And then he's eating the damn 
cheese crisp, the quesadilla, and I'm like, I want a fucking quesadilla now. So we ate part of our dinner, threw the rest away, and went to talk about. Then there was drama. There's always drama. And uh, it was funny. Elias called it the five, <laughs> the five layer burrito fiasco or something like that. <laughs> it wasn't even on the receipt though. It wasn't. Uh uh-uh, uh, because when I went back there, she's like, "What did he forget?" They said that. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And I'm like, um, a five layer burrito, and then I look at the receipt, but it's not in the receipt. That's okay. He probably didn't hear you, and he's slow anyway. Oh. So she gave it to me for free. Damn. Um, I say, I said, but I, I want to pay for a bean burrito too. And she's like, I'll just charge you for the burrito. So, <sighs> yeah, so I, I had, uh, all three of them yelling at me and then I had to yell back. It yeah, because fun. she wouldn't eat. I was going to give my son my dinner. That is what you do for your children. You do it too much and there's other food. That is what you do for your children. You give them your food. Not when they're. <laughs> no. Yes. No. I when you need burrito? to eat and you get dizzy and you get ridiculous, so no, you need food. No, not as much as my children do. No. Yes, you do. You need more food than them because okay. you go walking for five miles every other day, three to five miles, and you don't eat enough. So I eat enough. Bullshit. Anyways, that's enough about this conversation about food. We have a fucking option or a topic tonight. Options is what I got when I'm single. (laughs) Yeah, tell me about these options, babe. Uh, I'm not single, baby. I know. So go ahead with your topics. God, you sounded like a hoe for a second. Hey. I thought you were going to go back to that whole life. I thought it was hoe no mo. (laughs) It'll always be about the whole life, but I will not. Oh, wait. uh, Did I tell you what I said to her? She said to who? Mary. Oh. You say to Mary. I said, I still say ho things, and I think ho things. I just don't act on ho things. Because <laughs> she said, I don't give a fuck how fucking amazing Amanda is and how good she is for you. You're still my ho. <laughs> I respect that. <sighs> All right, baby. Let's continue. All right. Or actually start. Or start. Let's see. See, I don't know. Pick a question. Are you fucking kidding me? Not. You do all the work, so I don't have to do anything. <laughs> Is that how this works? No, you do all the work. So I have because the, you want to do. I have the work. haunted places on the back. Most of them I've been to. I can't read your handwriting. And then I have a bunch of questions on the other side. You've been to San Carlos? Uh, no, I've driven by it. <laughs> I've walked under their awning. I've stayed there. I know you have. Um, so, I've been in New Orleans. I've been to the Myrtles. That place is crazy. You want your dolls alive? Do you want your dolls alive? That's my most scary trope for scary movies. I won't. I won't watch Living Dolls. I won't watch Annabelle at all. I didn't watch um, Child's Play until I was a full-ass grown adult. And and, and until I was old enough to think it was stupid. Well. When when Eric and I were kids, so... We would walk to the video store that was about 15 miles away from the house. 
or 15 minutes away from the house. Yeah, because, you know, we could go unsupervised to the video store when we were like 10. And we would walk up there. One time we took my six-month-old baby sister. I was 11. Um, how's that for, you know? Times changing. Yeah. It sucks now. So, um, we would walk around the video store and because they were, you know, strict, quote-unquote, they wouldn't let us rent anything above PG-13 movies. So every single PG-13 video that they had in the horror section, my brother and I watched. Except for the ones about dolls. And there's quite a few movies about dolls. I would not let us rent any doll movies. Well, I don't want any dolls to be alive. No? No. I feel... Oh my god, that, those dogs. I know. Um, I don't know, baby. What other question is there? This, is this gonna be... No. Um... Do you have the scariest... What movie scares you the most? Is there any that scares you? Or you're above them all? What the hell does that mean? I don't know. There's a couple that scare the shit out of me. One in particular. Do you want to know what really scares me? What? The Sixth Sense. The Sixth Sense? You know what scene? What scene? Uh, the scene where he's on the stairs and there's the slave fucking quarters. And he, the ghosts are in there like, help me, help me, talking to him. Mm -hmm. That scares the shit out of me. Why? Because you're an empath? I think so. Because shit like that can really happen. And then they, the other kids throw him in there, remember? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. And then the, he's crying, trying to get out. And like the kids are just staring at the door because they don't know what to do. They're like, what is going on? Because he's talking to the ghost. Oh, let's stop here. No. I can't. I can't. Do you want another scariest movie for me? What? The Ring. I just cannot get over her crawling out of that TV. I laughed my ass off at that movie. I am sure that you did. I'm sure that you did. So. Have you ever walked out of a horror movie? I'm sure that I have. Guess what movie I walked out of? Oh, no. Paranormal Activity? Yes. <laughs> I liked it, but I couldn't watch it until it was on video it was and I was in my own house. So stupid. Why was it stupid? It was horrible. Horrible. I laughed through the whole entire thing. I went with my friend and we laughed through the whole entire I thing. I am not going to go to horror movies back. with you. Why? Because that's so sad. You can't suspend your belief for that long. It's like me in cartoons. There's a difference. Real things that can actually happen do scare me. What about The Exorcist? That can actually happen. Does that scare you? It's been a long time since I saw it, but I don't think... My mom said that when she read the book, she had to put it in her freezer. It scared her so bad. And I read the book, too, but... Why the freezer? Because she felt like it was safe there. Hmm. Like it couldn't hurt her from the freezer. But I, there is another scary book I read about exorcisms. So... Well, exorcisms can happen. My dad is a deacon for the Catholic Church, and they... 
he got a call to go and bless a house and then they were like he gets there and the guy was like all possessed and he was like I can't do anything he's like I can't you have to call a priest and they have to get approval from the bishop and like there's a long line of like approvals that you have to go through apparently but my dad was like I can't I was like you need to fucking stop fucking going to these houses like it's scary you're gonna bring you bring stuff home with you has he brought stuff home before yes what happened tell me that story which one so many times baby there's too many stories well, tell me just one. Well, he had to bless the house. The last one that I remember, he had to bless the house. It was me and Chris, my mom and dad. And they were they were blessing the house. I don't, was Michael there? I don't remember. And uh, he had to bless the house. And I just felt something behind me. like, And so I, I was like, you know the step in, when you go into the house? Mm-hmm. And that goes into the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I, we were standing there and he was blessing that part of the room, the house. And like, I felt something behind me and I stepped down the step and Chris were like freaked out too. Cause he said he felt something or saw something. There's always stuff happening. Um, when I was little, my cousin, one of my cousins, one of the twins says that I scared the shit out of him because I was in the hallway and I was talking to somebody. Hmm. He's like, you scared the shit out of me. And he's like, you were down there just talking to somebody. I don't remember. I could have been talking. I could have been praying because we had, uh, we had a we had a picture of Jesus and Mary in the hallway, and I used to pray to them. Do you think that that's true? What they say about kids being closer to the spiritual world, so they end up talking to spirits? Yes, because I remember shit all the time happening. I was so scared of the hallway at my parents' house. That land that we're on, mm -hmm. well, everywhere in Arizona is fucking Indian land, but um. That land especially, because one of my first girlfriend, her dad had a map of Arizona and the area where our house, the, the houses are, was a uh, uh, native land and where the Walgreens is and the um, pawn store on mm -hmm. 43rd Avenue in McDowell, that used to be a ranch when I was little. Hmm. So, like, this, and people are probably like, what the fuck, you remember this? Yeah, I remember, I was probably like four or five, I remember that land being, I have weird shit I remember. So, yeah, always shit happening in that house. And, well, I don't feel anything anymore. They even, the kids, my nep nieces and nephews named the ghost that was in the house Jacob, so they got scared. Um, I didn't grow up too far from you. And I used to feel like my house was haunted too. Like I couldn't be in my room by myself unless it was bedtime. And if there was something happening, I, I had to run out to the living room. And we named our ghost Alfred. Well, we didn't have a name for anything happening. It was my nieces and nephews that came up with the name. So as all of us, eight brothers and siblings, brothers and sisters didn't have a name for anything. Mm. The shit happened all the fucking time and it sucked. And, uh, when I was 18 or 19, I was dating this girl with a pink or a purple mohawk and I played the Ouija board at my house, me and my friends. And they got in contact with, uh, an Indian, a Native American, and they were laughing at her because they were saying, ha, 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 ha. And I said they were laughing at her because of her mohawk. She was a punk rock girl. Mm -hmm. And so they were offended by her and... 
they asked the Ouija board spirit, <clears throat> they were like asking a bunch of questions and they were just making fun of her. And then they asked about me because I was very uncomfortable because I was like, you guys need to just stop. Like, this is my house. I live here and you guys are fucking with this shit at my house. And so they asked the Ouija board if I was uncomfortable and it said yes. And then, then it, they were like, okay, we're done for the night. I was like, good, because I live here. Like, I already deal with a bunch of shit that's already happening. Now you're fucking opening up this other world? No. Or what other stuff happens? Do you just feel things? Me? Yeah. You feel presences? Yeah. Shit gets moved. Things happen. Yeah. You are not being very specific because it's just normal stuff to me. To you. It's not. You never had any of this stuff happen to you in your whole entire Until life. I met you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Really? You've never That had... was terrifying. That's why I cried on the floor. I'm weird drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were drinking. Um, when all the pictures moved to the side? Yeah. That was creepy. Did that stuff like that happen at your house? Yeah. A lot? I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Things haven't really happened much. Like, I turned off my feelings and stuff like that because I, it just got overwhelming. And so we just turn it off and live a normal life and not have to feel things like that. Like, scared? It's not... Sometimes it could be scary, but it's just a feeling of something is there and pick up their feelings and their emotions just like what happened at the antique store when I fucking got overwhelmed and I had to, mm -hmm. had to go to the bathroom because I was sick to my stomach from just feeling so much mm. I don't know it's just stuff happens so I'm not gonna take you to the Winchester mansion ever well I enjoy going and do like <sighs> no let me tell you what happened there did I tell you what happened there? Uh-uh. So it's in San Jose, California. It's it's south of San Francisco. And Winchester Mansion, have you ever heard of this place? No. Okay, so crazy old lady Winchester. She was the spouse of the guy who created the Winchester Rifles. Um, she was convinced that the ghosts of the people who were killed by her husband's rifles were after her. Oh. So she used her uh, husband, his her late husband's entire fortune to build this house that's kind of a monstrosity so she had the seance room the front of the house and she would have seances with and then she would go tell the architects what to build so she had things like scaries scaries going to nowhere like a door that opens out to nothing um this huge rambling house that goes all over the place and it was huge it was like three four five stories or whatever and then the great San Francisco earthquake knocked a bunch of it down. So now it's just this great big historic mansion. So you can go on tours there. And it's like the coolest the coolest place we went when we went on vacation to Monterey. But um So we went there. It was me and Charlotte and Jesse and Sindel and Elias. And we get about halfway through the tour and then Elias and as we keep going, Elias starts getting paler and paler and paler and then all of a sudden out of nowhere he's like mom I'm gonna puke I'm gonna puke and so I told the guide 
And so she went, I'm not kidding, she had a cupboard in the wall and she opened it and pulled out a puke bag and handed it to Elias. And he was violently ill until I took him back outside, got him a Sprite, sat him down. Then he was fine. And I said, does this happen very often? They're like, oh yeah, it happens all the time. People get so overwhelmed in here. And then he puked that one time and then he was fine. Just fine the entire rest of the day. Oh. So... Sometimes things like that happen in Victorian houses with little circulation, or it could have been ghosts. But it. What was, did he say it was? He said he felt something on the stairs. He wasn't sure. Um, but it freaked him out a lot. So we missed most of the tour. Mm. But for an empath, that might have been something. A little more. I don't know. Nobody else felt anything. Just the lights. Well, I enjoy going on haunted tours and stuff like that. Like I did the San Carlos Hotel. I've also stayed there and I love St. Michael's in Presque Like, What do they say is at the San Carlos Hotel? I've only heard that there's uh, kids laughing. There's a bunch of stuff. Like, it's just a long line of things. You have to, sorry if you heard that I just hit a pillow. Um, there's stuff always happening there. There's a woman that killed herself on the, by the pool, I think. Just a lot of shit. And then also, like, um, the Westward Ho. The shit, I went there, um, my ex used to work there. She, she used to work with the elderly and she had a couple of clients in there. Because now it's an old folks home. I don't know if it still is, actually. Should check that out. But it's beautiful when you walk in there, the grand ballroom. Oh, it's so beautiful. And then uh, they have the underground, um, the underground walkways under downtown Phoenix because of the, what do you call it? What the alcohol was banned? Prohibition. Mm-hmm. And all the, um... All the famous people would be there, and so they had to bring the alcohol and shit up. We have a lot of history downtown, and like, I don't think they do those tours anymore. They did back in the 90s. Probably don't. They have them. They've the been advertising them on Facebook this whole... The underground tour? I doubt. No, not the... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I didn't even know Phoenix had an underground. Mm. 
Okay, so the lady in the San Carlos Hotel, her, name's, her name is uh, Leon Jensen. She died on May 7th, 1928 by jumping off the roof. It had only been open six weeks. She was heartbroken after be jil being jilted by her lover. May 7th, our anniversary. It is, it is, what do you know? And then, and then there's young boys who've also been repro reported to run through the halls. Um, and it was built on the site of the first elementary school in Phoenix. That's where it was. And then there's an old water well still opening, operating in the basement. So. I've been down. And they say, they say that the Indians used to worship the god of learning on that spot. So maybe that's why it was a school. So I'm reading out of a book that I used to, I got in the 90s. I got it from the library so much that I knew exactly where it was, called the National Directory of Haunted Places. And so it goes through state by state, city by city, all the different places that are haunted. I love that book. I read it cover to cover, probably. The um, National Registry of Haunted Places. Yeah. It was in the nonfiction section of the library when I was a little girl. And at Glendale Public Library, you'll probably still walk to the shelf where it is. Uh, if it's still set up the same, yeah. The one right there in downtown Glendale? Yeah, next to Swar Ranch Park. I'm talking about the one right downtown. No, that's Valmatigue. That's Valmatigue. The Glendale Public Library, because this is my neighborhood. This is my neighborhood. Um, the Velmatique is it in downtown, and then uh, Saguaro Ranch Park is right next door to the Glendale Public Library, and it's a big one with the copper roof. Next to Jose. And it's right next to the big, huge fire department, right next to GCC. I've been to Saguaro. Yeah. But I don't know what they're talking about right now. That's okay. Because it's nighttime and I get sleepy because I take my medicine. Mm. I didn't take any tonight. Good, because you could be fucking awake right now. So, have you been to the hotel in Jerome? No, but I did walk the streets of Jerome a very long time ago. Yeah. Well, we need to go back. I love Jerome. And it does say that the Grand Hotel is haunted. And the Phelps Dodge Mine. Yeah, they had a, the Phelps Dodge, uh, what do you call it? Tour. Ghost tour. Yeah. The only place in Phoenix listed in this book is the San Carlos Hotel. Uh, they have the Hotel Vendome in Prescott. That's where I was going to stay a few years ago. By myself, because nobody wanted to go with me. Oh. I didn't end up going. Um, Sunset Crater, Superstition Rocks. St. Michael's is in Prescott. Tombstone. They have the Aztec House. Big Nose Kate, the Burke Cage Theater. All sorts of places. Yeah. So have you ever heard of the Whaley House? Whaley? 
Not Waverly? No. The Waverly House in San Diego. Yes, that's the one that's right on in downtown. Near Old Town San Diego. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they say that's the most number one haunted place in America. Though I went on a ghost tour in San Diego and I don't think so. It is. There's my family some... has gone and we have pictures. We have pictures? Oh, my kids would be super interested to see those. Um, because we, we took them on the ghost tour. There's some really interesting stories. There's apparently a park somewhere in San Diego where they just moved the tombstones. The bodies are still there. Oh. Yeah. And then we went to the Whaley house and we took like a ton of pictures and the kids got super into it. But we didn't see anything. Maybe you didn't see anything because none of you guys are empaths. Well, maybe we should go with you. You sure about that? <laughs> you yeah. ready for that whole I world to open up? I am ready for that whole world to open up. Then you fucking better have some holy water and fucking get ready to bless me. So have you ever been to the Casey Moore's, Moore, Moore's Oyster House out in Tempe? No. No. They say that's haunted too. So, La Casa Viejo was felt more haunted when I went there. Um, what a oh, we went to the spaghetti company together. You said that was haunted. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. And something happened to one of my friends that I told you that, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I don't remember who it was. There's so many people that I know that have a because we all hung out back downtown back in the day. That's where our second home, first home usually. And uh, so a lot of my friends applied for jobs at the spaghetti factory. One of them just, I remember, was working there. She said it was just creepy. Like, they put you in the basement to fucking watch the videos and all that stuff. And she just felt like she was locked in there and it was just too too much for her to handle. And she ended up getting out and not going back at all. Hmm. So what do you think ghosts are? I think they're spirits that are stuck on Earth. Can we make them go away? If you tell them to leave. They just say go to the light? That's not. <laughs> That's all movie. That's poltergeist? I heard a story today about the John Bonet Ramsey house. About seeing, I don't know if it was bullshit or not, but it was on Time Suck. And they were talking about, he was like a contractor or something that was at that house. And he said that that house is creepy in and of itself because it all has all these small little rooms and you have to go through one room to get to another and so forth. And he said that his um, crew one day called him and said they're not going back in the house. And he's like, why aren't you going in the house? And he, they're like, we saw a little blonde girl in there. There's no way we're going back in there. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. It was just on the podcast. It's a time of year for shit like that to happen. Um, what do they call the creepy stories now? Uh, creepypasta? I don't know. Yeah. But I spent a year thinking about what scared me and then writing a short story about it. Every day for a year. Oh, you told me that. Yeah, everybody dies. Everybody always dies in your shit. Uh, hey. Actually, no. This whole month, nobody's died. <laughs> I'm so proud of we you. You just have superpowers. Yes. I'm proud of you. Thank nobody's you. dying. Nope. Lady could have died today. I could have had her choke on a goldfish in her throat. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, though. 
That's good. Maybe we didn't murder somebody and stuff. Well, we didn't end up doing the fucking, um, counting the pens and stuff. This weekend was a little much. If you heard shot about it, season one, episode five, you heard us talking with, with our friends and we were pretty intoxicated with our shots and our beers. It was a good time though. It was a good time. Um, and then Saturday we recovered. No, we didn't. Well, you were fucking really hungover and grumpy all day. I was, but we had to go shopping because the kids needed their costumes. And then my daughter had a choir assessment today. And the choir teacher, who's also the band teacher, 25% of their grade is their concert attire. And it's simple. It's, you know, black pants, black shoes, a white shirt. That's it. But it's an argument with my daughter. Because she just wants to wear a great big sweatshirt and a pair of booty shorts and that's it. Why does she wear that? What is it with white little girls that want, they just want to wear that? I don't know. Did she wear that? No. Yeah, and you're too conservative. Yep. Have you always just worn blouses? Well, my dress, my 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 outfit today, (laughs) my outfit today, my shirt went like halfway down my thigh, and I was in there, and they're like, "I really like your outfit," and I'm like, "Thank you." And they're like, "You know, some people will wear that shirt just as a dress," and I'm like, "I'm not some people. I'm conservative." My girlfriend tells me I'm conservative all the time. And they're like, oh, well, wait, what does she want you to wear? And I said, jeans and a t-shirt. And they're like, that's not appropriate for work. And I'm like, I know. Why well, wouldn't, no, I wouldn't want you to wear that to work. I know. Did not say that at all. So you misrepresented me. I don't like that. Good thing I quit today. Make it seem like I control you. You don't control me. I'm not. I'm not going to change the way I dress. Well, you look really hot in just jeans and a t-shirt. Because you're always dressed up. And... and occasionally I will wear just jeans and a t-shirt. Always dressed up. I like being dressed up. So sexy in just jeans and a t-shirt. Dude. I'm glad that you think I'm sexy in just jeans and a t-shirt. You're welcome. Do you have any other stories? At this time of night, no. No? For scaredy pants self, because I'm already super tired because I took my medicine. And uh, I have an overactive brain at night. And if we were going to go deep into this kind of conversation, we should do it during the day and stuff. Okay. We could do a part two. Yeah. Well, generally, most of these need a part two. We're going to do serial killers part two. We don't need to do them back to back, baby. I didn't say that at all. I just said we haven't done it. Grumpy. (laughs) So aggressive lately. Well. What? 
Yeah, that's right. Nothing, woman. Just kidding. I'm exhausted. I. I know we're losing you. You better wrap this up. Um. Well, I've been unpacking today, so going up and down the stairs like <clears throat> twenty times, unpacking the loft, breaking down boxes, fixing up the bar, like just getting it, just trying to get the house situated. Because I know if it was less cluttered, I think the kids would hopefully pick up after themselves. At least that's what I'm hoping. I just need time to be able to do things or else I need to have more energy when I get home from work. But I get home from work and it's just like the whole world crashes around me. And now you know that with this new job, um, I've lost you. It's going to be worse. I know. Especially because it's a Monday through Friday. And... It's 40 hours. It's not only 20. I know. It'll be an adjustment. That's the only bummer about this job. I know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what are we going to do? Nothing, apparently. Fuck this other job. Hey, the job I just quit today would keep me in a heartbeat. I know. Any other questions? Nope. You are I feel like you tired. You fucking said you got all these questions and you were excited about this, but it feels like you weren't. I wrote these questions like three weeks ago. It was not three weeks ago. Yeah, it was. But then the haunted places I did today... And then you are so tired and so like, oh, we would go deeper into this if I wasn't so tired, so. Because it's scary shit. We can't talk about scary shit right before bed because then your brain's going to be overactive. You already kept me awake an hour last night because you were upset. And so, like. If I you, didn't mean to keep you awake. I was you, just trying to get back to sleep. <laughs> and then if you couldn't sleep tonight, then that would be. I have my book, the Maybe stupid Shane Dawson taking, book that I'm reading. Taking care of you again, baby. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying we don't want to be scared. And I know how your brain goes. I know. I'm sorry. We had a busy afternoon. I had to go get pumpkins with the kids. But you know what I'm saying, right? And then we got Taco Bell. And then on the <laughs> way home from Taco Bell, my ex-husband texts me saying, I need you to get the dogs. And I'm like, oh, geez. So I didn't even get home until 8 o'clock. But you know what I'm saying, right? I know what you're saying. I know your brain. Mm -hmm. I mentioned something and your, your brain will be stuck on it. Oh. <laughs> See, that's bullshit because I can't focus on anything. But when you say something, then I focus. <laughs> what? I'm confused. What? I'm, I'm, I'm hyper unfocused all the time. I can't keep my attention on anything but then if you say something that scares me I hyper focus on that exactly that's why I said I know your brain and it that's makes why no sense I don't know either because you like to be scared like one night we mentioned aliens and oh, you yeah. fucking everything was like it's aliens outside aliens outside well, you've also told me not to read scary books and things have been so great haven't they your brain has been really good at night 
But now I'm reading a scary book. What are you reading? There, okay, so there's a book that came out a couple years ago by a guy named um, Jason Arnoff, and it's called The Last Days of Jack Sparks. And I really, 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 really love that book because it was about a guy who was a total asshole. And you, I have never hated a main character in a book as much as I hated that man. But then you got to see his journey, his, his journey from being a complete and total skeptic into being like, this is kind of fucked up, into being like, holy shit, they're after me. So it was really kind of a, the character arc of this asshole character. And I thought it was really well done and really well written. And he, it was pretty amazing. But it was scary as shit, too. And uh, he just released his second book. So what you're telling me is you're reading a scary book now. I'm only two chapters in, so mm. it's not scary yet. All right, so be prepared by this weekend for you to start having... No, because I'm also reading the Shane Dawson book, and then I'm also reading that Normal People book that you got me from the library, and I'm also reading the Kaiju book, and I'm also reading... Oh, my God. <laughs> so, no, I might not be in the scary spot this weekend. Okay. We shall see, but I have to be prepared, because at some point it's going to happen. Uh-huh. Yes. Just love me. Oh, I do. I'm madly in love with you. Okay. Well, not madly. I haven't driven you crazy yet. No, you I have need to not. work harder. No, don't. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but we didn't. So the whole point of this whole thing was that we didn't count the pencils and markers and stuff to do the raffle or the contest. So hopefully by this weekend we'll have it done. Uh, we, you know, I'll do it. Not tomorrow. I have stuff to do tomorrow. I'll do it on Wednesday, and then I'll post a picture of it. Because I don't think I have anything Wednesday. We'll figure it out. And I'll do it. I'll be the one to do it. Because this girl right here is going to be too busy. And she doesn't even want to do it. I didn't say that. You don't want to count them. No, there's a lot of them. Yeah, that's your fault. No. It's just I keep... Buying more because I think we need to replenish our stock during back-to-school sales, but then I don't get rid of my old stock. You don't need to buy any anymore at all. You're stocked forever. The kids also have... The boy took like a 20-pack and put it in his case, and I'm like, you're just like your fucking mother. Oh my god, you don't need that many. The pre-sharpened that you just ordered? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a month ago, he put them in his... This case. I know because Sindel asked him for a couple of pencils the other day on her way to school and I'm like, Elias, you have a thousand. Do you want any? He's like, no, mom. I only have like a hundred. But yeah, you can have some. And it was funny. You know how precise he is. Oh, yes, I do. So, anywho, I will try to get that shit done. I'll count them and I know some people are interested in the contest and are asking when the hell we're going to have it done. So we can't just lollygag. So we'll do that this week. It will... I hope everybody has a safe... Halloween. And don't... We're going to be kid-free, but... There's safety precautions that come with it and everything else. Don't drink and drive, please. 
there's going to be a lot of police activity out there with their stopping and stuff. And today is St. Jude's Day for anybody who cares. Apparently Alexa didn't. Yeah, Alexa didn't know what day it was. Alright. It's gotten quiet too many times on silence. I hate the silence on a podcast. It was uh, a second. I apologize. Mm. We'll work on that. But um, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Rebel Mayhem LLC and Rebel Mayhem and Tisa Beltran, TR Beltran, Amanda Askew, and Amanda Marks Writer, and Amanda Marks Realtor. And uh, Tisa Beltran. That's it. Are we done? And I love you. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.